Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. WTOC AM, W236CR, Indianapolis. Keeping you informed with what's happening in and around Indy. It's Community Connection, brought to you by Child's Advocates. Your voice, their future, on Praise AM 1310, 95.1 FM. And good afternoon and welcome to Community Connection. I am Tina Cosby. Today is Wednesday, September the 6th. Wednesday, September the 6th. Hey, got some news for you. Got some news for you. We're going to be giving away tickets to this year's Circle City Classic all this week. All you have to do to get those tickets is text the word classic, C-L-A-S-S-I-C, to the number 37890. The winner will receive a pair of tickets to the Circle City Classic featuring Mississippi Valley State University and North Carolina Central University coming up Saturday, September 23rd at Lucas Oil Stadium right here in Indianapolis. Tickets on sale now at their box office and Ticketmaster.com. Again, if you'd like your chance to win free tickets to the Classic this year, simply text the word Classic to the number 37890. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. As we said, today is Wednesday, September the 6th. On the show today, we are moving up our Open Lines Friday to Open Lines Wednesday due to our special programming on Friday with our Stop the Music event that we'll be discussing a little more uh, in detail a little shortly. But again, today, Open Lines, 317-239-1310, 317-239-1310. Instead of Open Lines Friday, it's going to be Open Lines Wednesday. So now let's bring in our contributing analyst, James Patterson. <laughs> Hello, James. Welcome back. Well, thank you, Tina. How are you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing just fine and dandy. How about yourself? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I, I think next year you're going to invite me over for a cup of tea. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, a cuppa is always good. Love a cuppa. Love a good cup of tea. So always good. Yeah. Tea is one of yeah, my it's... favorites. How'd you know? Uh, so. Oh, yeah. I caught mm. I caught that. I picked up, up mm. as we uh, have mm-hmm. been going along. Mm-hmm. I love tea. Well. I do. I love all kinds. So so how, how was your Labor Day? How was your, your holiday? Did you get rested up and everything? Or did you work the whole time? Uh, <laughs> Tina, I caught COVID. What? Yes. How in the world? I think I got it from my my other half. They say my, your better half, I guess. That's uh, well, she's now, come on, I give her her credit. <laughs> <laughs> that, no, I am giving her credit. Yeah, yeah. Better half. But, oh, uh, I didn't know that. I'm so sorry. Were you sick? Were you real sick? I was, as they say, for lack of a better term, sick as a dog. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh. So but you I didn't, just, were you in the hospital? I went there. I went there, and that's where I got diagnosed. I was sick before that. Oh. But, uh, I can tell you, remember when the last wave started, and I'm not talking that up to bring mm-hmm. that on, Mm-mm, in 2020, Mm-mm. you know, um, people would call in and say, hey, hey, folks, take this uh, serious. It's no joke. I'm telling you, this latest strain, mm. I'm looking up what it's called, um, this latest strain is no joke. 
Mm. I heard, yeah, I heard it's sure. even, you know, each each time with each, uh, the introduction of each new strain or, you know, letting us know about each new strain, they say it's uh, highly contagious, more contagious and, and more easily transmitted, more easily transmitted. But um, I was, it's interesting. I was just listening this morning and they were saying uh, it was a group of medical experts on some channel. I don't, again, TV watches me as I move around during the morning <laughs> rather than me sitting down watching it. But... Um, I did hear that by the end of this month, the uh, the vaccine for this particular strain that's going around is going to be ready and that it's going to be a good time to get boosters. But I guess any time is a good time to get your booster, you know, because I, I know you get them. I know you and your wife both. Yeah, Lord, I hope so. It is a booger bear. Um, uh, I know. Because I was just looking up before we came on what the latest trends are. Uh-huh. And um, across the United States, cases, daily average, new cases, um, um, over 19,000. Um, mm. And hospitalizations, this includes people who have already been hospitalized for COVID, but, you know, the adding on of it, mm. 22,522. That's what the New York Times is reporting today, hospitalizations mm. since this surge began. But about mm. almost 20,000 cases, new cases per day. Now, I'm not talking it up. I, it's not like what we saw in 2020 and 2021. No, not and, close. And, and, but. Not, not close. But this is something to, to look out for. This is highly contagious. I think we think my wife was on a plane when she was coming back from Texas. She said this lady sitting very close to her was coughing without, uh, uh, you know, covering her mouth. Of course, no mm. mask on. We're going to mm. talk about that later, I think, about one of our senators who's wanting to just get rid of them. You know, oh, politicizing a medical Please. issue. That just, yeah. a, just unthinkable. It's just despicable. Ah. It's deplorable. Yes, because this knocked us off our feet, Tina. Yeah. There were so, times where I was thinking, should I, should I put together a directive? You know. Oh my goodness. Will you had it bad? Really? Yeah. Oh, it it was it was horrible. And James, you are always one um, that you know. No matter what, you have never really stopped ever wearing your mask. I mean, you're always cautious. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. And but the, I think I caught it from her in you the do. home, of course, where I don't right. wear mine. That's how contagious it is. Yeah. She she uh, came back uh, not this past Sunday, but a week ago Sunday, and um, she she wasn't sick until the next day, Monday. Mm-hmm. And she was down for the count. She could not move. She could not do anything. Mm-hmm. Barely got to the restroom, and that was it. And then I didn't catch it from her until three days later, Thursday. I was down, and I said, oh, you know, COVID. I mean, I wear my mask all the time. I'll just ride this out. Friday, uh, I was just, I'm like, Lord, what is it? And then Saturday, mm-hmm. I was like, he was telling me, like, James, you got to go to the emergency room and find out what's going on. And indeed, it was COVID. She didn't know she had it. So, you know, then then I knew I had it, and she knew she had it. And thank God for um, the medical staff there, they jumped into action, uh, gave me an EKG, chest X-ray, immediately drew six vials of blood, checking liver, kidney, everything. I mean, they were on it. Um, registered nurse Jenna over there at the VA and um, the registered nurse uh, Cherish and um, 
Mm. Uh, Dr. Strandenberg, they were just marvelous. So thank God you uh, got good you got good care. Good care. Yeah. Did, well, were, I, were you I, hospitalized no. overnight, or were you? No, no. They, you know, they said, you know, because I'd been fighting with acetaminophen, which mm-hmm. is Tylenol, mm-hmm. um, aspirin, and um, um, ibuprofen, mm-hmm. and Nitol, anything. I just <laughs> took it all. See what stuck. You know what I mean, Tina? Mm-hmm. What was going to stick? And, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then. Um, and then once I uh, once once I I got there, they gave me some um, uh, Paxlovid. Paxlovid. Yeah, P L A X. I had some of that. Yeah, doctor a doctor put me on that Paxlovid. It cuts it it cuts it right to the chase. Yeah, yeah, it does. You have to be careful of rebounding though, because that's that's the other thing i mean it doesn't happen all the time but it can uh with paxlovid and i didn't i i was fine that paxlovid is 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 the bomb i mean it really if they give it to you right yeah very very strong and i didn't take the full eight day i think i took four days or something like that because it was starting to you know have and and the doctor said that's fine you know you've got four days in so you're you're you should be good well they gave it to me in a five-day pack and today is day five five. i think i had it well then whatever the pack was i had the half no i had more than a five-day pack. Yeah. I think it's they a, probably refined it because that's yeah. strong stuff. That's some very strong stuff, and I couldn't uh-huh. take it for the entire time. <laughs> uh, but it did it did uh, knock it out. And um, yeah. as I was testing, um, I noticed, I mean, I didn't feel bad or anything, but after, after t- you know, after I took it for a little while and then I tested not, I uh, didn't have it, I was not positive. And then a couple of days later, I tested positive and I'm like, what? And I looked it up and it said you might have a slight rebound. So then a couple of days after that, I was negative again, but you know, it's, it wasn't anything really major. I wasn't, the good news was I was at home. Um, I was on vacation. I didn't get much of a vacation. It was over the holidays. Yeah. Um, it was over the holidays, but I will say that, uh, before the Paxlovid, I I'm like you, James, it was no joke. You just wanted to just say, what is this is yeah. horrible. It feels it, awful. It feels awful. Fever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I never have, had much fever, but it was the rest. I, I, I didn't vomit, but I had fever. I had high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. I had, um, yeah. uh, sleepless sleeplessness. Mm-hmm. I could sleep only two couple hours at a time. Oh, wow. And, you had, it and by the way, Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I, I was going. I was trying to think of the other symptoms. Uh, uh, but sore throat. Pax, sore throat was real bad. Sore throat. Yeah, yeah. that was one. Mm-hmm. Um, the Paxlovid, mm-hmm. uh, Tina. Th- that um, you know that 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 it's 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 good to have, but you got to catch it early. Yeah, that's it, exactly the right. That's exactly right. Very very early for it to be effective. And like I said, yeah. I think I might have had a six to eight day so it might it, it wasn't four or five i know that and i know after like maybe three days or four i cut it out i cut it in half so um uh, but yeah yeah it was uh well james i'm glad you're on the mend are you uh are you okay now are you negative or are you yeah, still, yeah yeah well uh i haven't tested i got some home kit testing i may test uh mm-hmm. here in a little a little bit but mm-hmm. i feel a whole lot better Paxlovid um, will do the trick mm-hmm. yeah yeah it was i, I feel, feel a whole lot better. how's your wife how's she feeling um, she's believe it or not, because she didn't go to the emergency room, mm-hmm. um, because she didn't know what she had until I got back. Um, she is, uh, she's coming along slower than me, Tina. Yeah. 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 And so, but you know, she's not as far as long, but she's feeling better. 
Mm. Man, once that fever broke, that was it. Once that fever broke, that mm. was, uh, mm-hmm. you know, for me, that was like turning the corner. Yeah. And that didn't happen until like the third day. Yeah. 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 It's 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 no joke. Okay, so, here, um, here's some of the symptoms I had. Headaches, mm-hmm. high blood pressure, mm-hmm. fever, lightheadedness, coughing, mm-hmm. sneezing. Mm-hmm. Some numbness in my one hand fingers, nauseousness mm-hmm. and chills. Mm-hmm. Which is, um, is it something five? What's that brand? Uh, I had the ch- I had chills very badly, very badly. Uh, yeah. but no, I didn't have fever. I had chills. I had a headache that just would not go away, and a sore throat. Me too. And yeah. that and that that really nothing was uh, going to take that, that headache. Me. Yeah, that, that's very is annoying, nagging right. headache. Yeah. So. Right. You might want to you know think about scheduling Doctor Virginia Kane. Marion County Health. Yeah, yeah, we got to get we got to get her back over here um, to talk about this because yeah. once once it turns cool, we didn't talk about the weather. Well, it's Both. yeah, it's it is the season. I mean, this is yeah. this is when the flu, uh, COVID, and everything else starts coming back. I mean, this is the time uh, of year. RSV, all of that, right. all of that comes comes into play. So we we have to be really mindful. And uh, flu shot. I'm not going to get my flu shot and COVID shot at the same time this year. Though. I did that before, and I'm not going to do that either. I'm not doing They They say, oh, it's okay. It's good if you do it that way. No, yeah. well, you do it that yeah. way because I'm not doing it that way again because I just, uh-uh. I mean, even a week apart is fine. I think I did mine two weeks apart or something like that, but I, I did COVID first, um, and then I uh, did my flu shot a little bit later, but. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And I don't think taking them together—that's a lot for your body. That is a lot, sure. indeed. Yeah, and and I I just heard uh, one of the doctors on uh, was it CNN or somewhere that just had just said, well, you can do it together, and now's a good time. And it, they said by the end of this well, month, I don't know what yeah. the difference between. T- well, the uh, the thing of it is, by the end of this month, that vaccine will be out. But I'm going to keep an eye out for that because I'm ready. I mean, I I'm ready. To well, get, you know, each person is the best arbiter mm-hmm. of their own body. Yeah. So you, no matter the guru of WHO mm-hmm. or whoever mm-hmm. says what, you listen to your body and then mm-hmm. talk to your doctor and say, yeah. well, you know, that might work for some people, but yeah. two at a time yeah. not working. No, but you know, James, there's there. I you know, while we're on this COVID, because I, I I promise you, I had no idea. I certainly would have, you know, s- seen what I could do and check on you two to see if I could bring you some chicken soup and put it in the mailbox or something. <laughs> I don't know, but I just yeah. hated that you all uh, you all were sick like that. That's that, yeah. Know. I mean, one day you could have. I thought about who else could I call because my neighbor, mm-hmm. he was going to do it. By the time I got to her in the morning, she was like, mm-hmm. "Well, you know, we're going out this evening and we." can stop by the store and pick you all up some mm-hmm, stuff. Absolutely. But, you know, I, yeah, but I needed something, you know, in the morning, in, mm-hmm. in, the, in, the, in the early afternoon, and she wasn't going. I said, oh, that's all right. But I didn't think about, you know, calling you. It wouldn't have been, you know, you know, you know it wouldn't have been too far for you to come. So mm-hmm. that's okay, though. Thank you for the thought. That's- yeah. Well, I and I, but but it's not just a thought. That's that's a pro at any time whatsoever. Please let me know, and I'll sure I'll will. do what I can. Um, yeah, th- this is this is to me th- this is despicable, um, and that this is the man who wants to be the chief executive for the state of Indiana, the yeah. man that's supposed yeah. to look over it. Mike Braun, Senator Mike Braun, running for your governor, is is introducing a bill to ban 
federal mask mandates. And it says here, Senator Mike Braun has introduced a bill to ban federal mask mandates for domestic air travel, public transit systems, and primary, secondary, post-secondary schools. The bill is led by J.D. Vance and Senator Braun is a co-sponsor along with Senator Josh Hawley. Well, there you go. And Eric Schmidt. Uh, he, he is quoted as saying, we are not going to go back to the top-down government overreach we saw during COVID. Congress needs to say forcefully that these ineffective, unscientific mask mandates are not coming back in any way, shape, or form, said Senator Mike Braun. You know what? You can take that, Senator Braun, and put it where the sun don't shine. Yeah, put it where the sun don't shine. Yeah. Because that, that, to talk to my wife, who was sitting on a plane with this lady, refused to cover her, even with her, you know, with her with her um, mm-hmm. arm and elbow, mm-hmm. cover her, her mouth, and she was spreading, obviously now, COVID mm-hmm. all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that whole plane probably has COVID. A, a, a good uh, yeah. many of them. Yeah, Did you, was your wife masked? Was she masked up? Yeah, she had on a mask, too, but she had to take it off. You know, to eat, and even though they have good air filtration systems, yeah, 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 um, that stuff hangs in that cabin. Yeah, it does. It's pressurized. It does. It does. does. Um, So, uh, you know, when she took her mask off to eat and drink, um, you know, you know, she just drink pop or something. But I know what you're saying. You have to. You have to take it off at some point in time. Yeah, that stuff is just waffling in the air. Stand it just lie. You know the 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 fact that no no no. I'm just saying the fact that a politician wants to make this a political issue again. Go back to the the, the Trump era where this was all political and not a medical crisis, where not tens, not a thousand, hundreds of thousands of people, millions died as a result of this. The audacity of this idiot to say we want to ban any kind of mask mandate on airplanes is just sick. No, I mean he—he's—he he's ought to be made to sit on an airplane. Sit him on an airplane. Politics. Yeah, sit yeah. him on an airplane next to somebody coughing and hacking yeah, with COVID. Yeah, sit him there. You'll get the message. Yeah, maybe he will. Maybe he won't. I don't know. But I—I I was just infuriated by that. I said, really, this again? Are we going there again with this? Really? Come on. It makes no sense. And this is the man who wants to be governor, uh, the next governor for the state of Indiana. It is despicable. It's very dangerous in these, especially public transportation. You, 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 oh, I you can't. I mean, you're, and then part of that bill is what he says is, uh, let me see. Mm-hmm. Let's see. To, to, uh, let's see. The last quote he says. That's why I introduced this legislation, and I'm going to force Mm -hmm. the Democrats to vote on it. If they say the mask mandates are not coming back, uh, then come to the Senate floor, vote with us, and say no more mask mandates. Uh, Let's let's be, uh, you know, let's make it bipartisan. Um, Mm -hmm. He also, uh, you know, he he wants to make Democrats declare that either the president or the government, the CDC, won't mandate, uh, mandate, not only mandate masks be worn in public transportation and other public areas, but that um, people, he doesn't want people to to be able to have the choice not to wear them. Well, if you're in a confined space for the safety of everyone, if the airline says everyone needs to wear masks, 
they need to mask. Mm-hmm. If they if the trains or buses say everyone needs, it's for a reason. Even though you don't want to wear one, you want your little freedom. You're imposing your germs on other people. Mm-hmm. We don't have a choice not to go into your restaurant. We have to get on that plane, that train, that bus with you. Mm-hmm. I would agree. You see what I'm saying? I agree. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And again, the fact that he's he's trying to pull up these old uh, 45 tactics is just is just pathetic. It's pathetic. Yeah. And if this is if this is where he wants to go and um, is this where he wants to for take his campaign for the governorship, uh, he ought to be met head on. Because, first of all, he's in a democratically controlled Senate. So take that and, and, and fly somewhere else with it. Second of all, um, the people in the state of Indiana should not be fooled. You should not be fooled by this. Uh, Republicans or Democrats, don't be fooled. This man is crazy. Anybody that knows anything about COVID, and, and you especially now, James, you see the lunacy in this. It's no joke, Tina. I Tell me you. about it. Yes. Uh, I'm trying to look up this latest variant because it is super contagious. I heard yeah, it is. Goop to say that, that it's much more. He says it keeps changing. It mutates. Co- yeah. It keeps mutating. It keeps changing. Yeah. And that means it keeps evading even the um, vaccine. Although I'm going to get the vaccine. Mm-hmm. You know, it keeps trying to evade the latest uh, vaccine. Mm-hmm. L- let's see. The, the latest two are. BA two eight six, which we knew mm-hmm. about, and EG five is the one that's so super contagious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. EG five, according to the New York Times. Yeah. EG five is the one that's causing, and that's the one that I had. I yeah. had to. Yeah. You know, well. because it it just jumped from her to me and mm-hmm. no seconds flat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It it just it yeah, and once you're in the household, it's pretty much a given. Uh, yeah. And that's yeah. that's with every case, every kind of every variant of COVID that has ever, you know, come because my whole household got sick. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it was. Uh, How about your grandson? Yeah, he he had it, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Yeah. And it was uh, it was at a we were at a gathering um, down in southern Indiana and, uh, you know, family, friends, you know, just uh, and it somebody was there that would not. uh that, that simply didn't, you know, well, you know how that goes. And so we yeah. did our best to stay away, but, but it was so contagious, you know. Then we were all riding in the car there. Then we all rode in the car back. And so every one of us, yeah. I can imagine if I had. He didn't get that. sick, though. We just we tested him, but he didn't get sick. <laughs> oh, he was, bless his little heart. He was, he was running around, you know, with, but in, in a day, I think he was positive one day and then two days later, whatever. So whatever it was, it barely touched him. But um, I believe if I hadn't taken those, mm-hmm. those boosters and mm-hmm. those shots um, mm-hmm. and just taken this head on for mm-hmm. the first time. I believe I would have been hospitalized. Yeah, that's yeah. All, that's all there is to it. And we know that. You and I both know that. We, You know, I know that it's the same thing. Had we not all, our household not all had our vaccinations and things, you know, hard to tell. Yeah. But um, be that as it may. So, James, yeah, uh, Mike Braun, you know, take that somewhere else, please, uh, and get a new, get get something new to run on because this is old news and it's it's making you look like a fool. Um, yeah. Like an absolute fool, uncaring, uh, idiotic fool. Um, but uh, yeah, a lot to uh, a lot to get to. Three one seven two three nine thirteen ten. Jeff, go ahead. How are you? Hey, Ken. Hey, James. Hey, Jeff. Uh, James, I hope I'm glad you're feeling better. So that's a good thing. Thank and, you, uh, sir. And uh, yeah, it was something your, else. 
Yeah, I, I caught it myself, but uh, I didn't have all those symptoms. They said uh, I was asymptomatic. I'm no doctor. I don't know what that means, but uh, I caught mm-hmm. it, but I didn't have no effects. But uh-huh. people around me, they were in pretty bad shape. Thank God they survived. But yeah. yeah, it's yeah. nothing to joke around no, with. No, it's and not. <laughs> and it's nothing to make a, a stump speech about and, and to throw into the political arena. This is medical. This is life. Well, this is public health. It's not political. Has nothing you to know, do with politics. You know, just, just take it for what it is and mm-hmm. consider the source. It's Mike Braun, okay? Mike Braun. Well, yeah, no, but this is a man that very likely, I mean, he's leading in the polls. In the state of the next governor. He could be the next governor. And with a, with a, 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 a little bit of a loopy GOP uh, uh, supermajority legislature, can you imagine what is going to happen when the two of them get together? Well, you know, I'm just saying, think about it. It's definitely a nightmare scenario. If the two, if if Braun and the GOP supermajority legislature take the reins of of power over the state of Indiana, what do you think? Uh, It's going to be not good, not Hmm. good. And uh, we thought it was bad now. Yeah. But, They'll do whatever uh, wanna, he asks them to do. Anything he'll ask, any cockam, whatever crazy idea. <laughs> guacamole cockam, idea. Guacamole, cockamani, whatever you want to call it. Idea that he has a culture attack, a wokeness attack, anything that he wants to do, they will do it. Get rid of uh, interracial well, marriages, right? Get rid of interracial marriages, I'm telling you. Yep, yep. Yeah, well, Mike Brown is a fascist, so we, we all know that, but I want to talk about another fascist. A good friend of you, you and James, and that is Mr. Enrique Terrio. And, uh, probably, you know, yes, yeah, one of the proud boys, but he's soon to be, uh, well, anyway, mm-hmm. he got 22 years for his efforts in the, uh, in your cool tent on January the 6th. And mm-hmm. I just want to ask Tina and, and James, I want to ask you both for quick because you guys are uh, a lot smarter than me. And, uh, mm-hmm. I, I want to get you, and Tina, I kind of touched on this yesterday with Vidic Ramasamy. Mm-hmm. What is it with people of color when to hang out with white supremacists? Here's a man who's a Cuban-American, brown skin, looks like one of my relatives, and yet he's showing white power signs and uh, all this and that. And uh, I don't know about you, Jane. Does he look like an Aryan to you? Uh, you're talking about... Um, he's talking about Enrique Tario. Uh, no. Uh-huh. I mean, he, he, he looks like uh, he could be black or brown, you know. He, yeah. He, just, yeah. He, he, looks, he looks Hispanic. Yeah, he looks he, Hispanic at yeah, the very least. Cuban-American. Yeah. He's Cuban-American, but he, uh, I, I wonder when he gets to prison if the Aryan Brotherhood is going to take him under his wing, but mm. <laughs> that remains to be seen. But uh, they showed him uh, uh, some of his uh, background, and he was... At Mar-a-Lago, taking pictures with the Trump kids and Roger Stone and uh, a few United States senators, and uh, I wonder what's their connection to the Proud Boys. People like uh, like Rick Scott and Josh Hawley and Ted Cruz. If uh, maybe you know um, there were some ties to uh, various extremist groups that are uh, that nearly are trying to overthrow the government on January. 6th. But uh, once again, you know, uh, here's another confused person of color. Obviously, this guy's doing a lot of self hate, just like Vivek Ramasamy. What it is, you know, you got people of color who jumped on the white supremacist bandwagon mm-hmm. because that's what that's team white supremacist, and black folks are the ultimate escape ghost. But uh, just to piggyback what I said yesterday, the mm-hmm. 1917 immigration bill. All you black, white, black folks and brown folks who want to 
associated with extremist white supremacists. You might want to take a look at that bill and how black people during the civil rights movement just got rid of that bill because it was discriminatory. And now the same people who got into on this country on the backs of black folks, and you want to join it with neo-Nazis. I Absolutely. Just, you know, yeah. I, I, guess you I, I mean, that doesn't, I'm sorry, that just doesn't surprise me. I mean, what, what, what were you getting ready to say, James? Well, I mean, I wasn't, you know, here yesterday, obviously, mm-hmm. but I would say kind of the same thing with, with Ramaswamy. Who is he? I mean, he doesn't have a voting record, never exactly. had an office. Yeah. Where did he come from? Yeah, what, he's, what, he's, what, he's, what is his deal? He's one of them tech boys. He's one of them tech boys. One of those, uh, yeah, but, yeah, uh, and he, he fleeced people out of millions of dollars and grabbed his money and ran. You know, he's yeah. he's, a little, he's another little grifter. But, um, yeah, so, uh, but, all I got to say, where's the black GOP? They're nowhere to be found. And, uh, Tim Scott haven't said anything, but you know. Well, Jeff, do you think that because they're a black Republican that they're going to stand up for black people in that party? Because no. that you know, no, yeah, exactly, Thomas. Clarence Thomas. That thank you, James. That their their skin, their hue, the color of their skin doesn't has nothing matter. to do. It doesn't matter with how they feel and and their character or whatever. That 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 is not anything that that's something they were assigned at birth as a, as a, as a saying goes. It has it has <laughs> nothing to so. do well, with I'll the character. You, James. Uh, I don't hang out with Klansmen. I don't hang out with neo-Nazis well, or white you know. or bigots. But hey, if you black Republicans want to hang out with Klansmen and neo-Nazis, yeah, that's that's their prerogative. Hey, that's your prerogative. Hey, Free country. Always uh, sage steel. Hey, more power to you. You all. know what? Though here, here's, I got no use for. Here's the thing, no though. Here's the thing, Jeff. Here's the thing. I have no use for. It. I I don't really care what they do. But here's here's where I get. Uh, indignant, if you will, kind of like Jeff is, James, when, you know, when it is brought to them that they are, you know, that when they're shown who they are, you know, and all of a sudden, then they want to cry racism when they have had nothing to do with that's That's what gets to me is like all of a sudden you want to cry prejudice, prejudice when you weren't crying it before. Exactly. And I mean, people like that, you know, when it suits them. Yeah. And Ramaswamy, you know, I mean, they don't consider the history. I mean, they're they're kind of Ron DeSantis's playbook about, well, you know, we're we're past that. We don't need to teach that history. Mm -hmm. It's it's negative anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then you're just bound to repeat it because you haven't taught the children Mm -hmm. the horrible things along with good things, but the horrible things to go along with history. Mm-hmm. History is history. No matter what it was, it was what it was. Yeah. And and until they get slapped in the face with the reality that the racism they say is no longer in existence and then want to fall back and say, hey, you know, I'm being discriminated. Yeah. Then, until then, they, they don't. But you're right. Look at the numbers. How can you Look say? Look at the numbers. Look yes. at the housing numbers, mm-hmm. the income numbers. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. the numbers, you know, the redlining, the, the business numbers. Doesn't lie. It does um, do they? Exactly. It doesn't lie. So you can't just say, oh, it's all. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Over, it doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. It's invisible. Yeah, indeed. You're invisible. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. James, we're going to take a quick break right here and be back. We got phone lines uh, that are lit up, as uh, our buddy Cameron would say. The phone lines are lit up. Uh, Got a lot of calls to get to, and we will get to them right after this. Let's get back to the conversation. It's Community Connection with Tina Cosby on Praise AM 1310, 95.1 FM, Indy's Inspiration Station. And we're back with Community Connection, doing Open Lines Friday on today, Open Lines Wednesday. James, um, once a year, um, our special uh, special programming uh, comes to light uh, during this month, uh, National Suicide Prevention and Awareness Month. And on Friday, in advance of World Suicide Prevention Day, which is on a Sunday, but on Friday, we are going to have our day-long uh, stop the music where we stop yeah. music in this case programming uh what have you and have serious conversations about suicide prevention mental health mental wellness yeah, yeah. uh uh, the uh you know breaking down barriers uh you know understanding um the the differences that people have you know with mental understanding mental health the stigmas you know attacking yeah. uh stigmas making people comfortable so um and we we've had such uh, wonderful, enlightening, uh, productive conversations over the years. And so we're going to continue that on Friday. So um, uh, we will not have a regular open lines, you know, open line show on Friday. Instead, on Friday, we're going to be doing Stop the Music. So uh, that is, uh, we want you to tune in Friday, but we also want to give you an opportunity to have open lines today. Uh, it's a shortened week, and uh, uh, it's... Um, uh, it's going to be even shorter with uh, with our with our special on Friday. So you know, open lines today for our listeners three one seven two three nine thirteen ten. Whatever's on your mind, three one seven two three nine thirteen ten. A couple of uh, quick things um, we have learned recently. Uh, I know Dion was uh, in here not too terribly long ago and uh, talking about our efforts uh, to get um, uh, Mayor Joe Hogsett and uh, Jefferson Shreve on stage for a debate. Um, and we have learned of two televised debates that will be taking yeah. place. Um, the first, uh, or well, I don't know, the first The first that we heard about was on Wish TV, and that will be on October 23rd. The other is going to be on Fox 59 TV, uh, and we'll get the date of that uh, forthcoming in, in the next couple of days. So we do know that uh, the mayor and Jefferson Shreve have both consented to two televised debates, on uh, Wish and Fox 59, uh, we are still holding out hope that our request, our request uh, for a debate uh, slash candidates forum with with Hogsett and Shreve uh, will somehow be, um, you know, we'll ho- somehow be able to get that done as well. I know yesterday uh, when we were talking about round three of the African-American Quality of Life Initiative, the funding uh, request mm-hmm. for proposals are going out now. And so they're taking applications for that. And uh, Willis Bright, uh, the the president of the African-American Coalition of Indianapolis, said that they are working on uh, 
some sort of a candidates forum slash debate that they think that they'll be able to announce pretty soon. So I, I that one will I don't believe that one's going to be televised. Um, if you know if there's another broadcast to be had, I think that we would like to do it, um, yeah. and are hoping that we can. Right. I mean, so, there'll be pl- plenty of opportunity for mm-hmm. the voters to, to to hear the ideas yeah. of these two candidates for mayor of Indianapolis. Um, we had, I believe, Jefferson Shrevon, um fairly fairly recently on on this show, and then we've got uh, Mayor Hawkshead scheduled for is it next week? Tina, am I right or wrong? Uh, yeah, thir- uh, uh, the thirteenth. A week from today, I believe it is. Um, so, like you said, any additional exposure, um, you know, especially with the African American Coalition, uh, it ought to be on this forum. They ought to be the the people uh, who listen to this show. Mm-hmm. The, the audience are very interested in what uh, what Mayor Hawk said, the incumbent, has to say, and uh, and his challenger, um, yeah. Jefferson Tree. Yep, indeed, indeed. So, uh, uh, you know, very happy for Fox 59 and, and Wish TV uh, to uh, to to get those. Uh, that was a good get for both of them. Uh, yeah. That Wish TV, I think, I believe, is going to be again October 23rd, um, one hour, and Fox 59. I'm not sure what those details are. So, uh, we are still holding out hope that uh, we can get ours in there too. So that's right. Indeed. 317-239-1310. 317-239-1310. Open lines uh, the rest of the way out. What's on your mind? Uh, lifestyles, go ahead. How are you? It's my turn. It's my turn. Okay. <laughs> okay. Golly. Woo. Hey, James, I hope you're feeling better, man. Um, uh, thank you. Well thank soon. you. I hope you're wait, 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 wait. What do you mean, woo? <laughs> what are you talking about, Woo. <laughs> You know, I always complain, but I know, right. I, I know I'm not the most important caller. I understand. I know. I get it. So we, 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 have to get, we have to get through on. everybody. We've got to get to everybody. That's right. We, you're absolutely yeah, right. Yeah, we, we have know. to get stuff in, but you sound like you've been holding for a long time, myself. And it's not even a big – and you know what? What I'm going to talk about isn't even newsworthy. It's just something that – it's just a conversation that I had on my YouTube show the other night. Uh, so a young lady down in Texas was – uh, and I know your kids probably seen or heard about this. So a young lady down in Texas was smacked in the face with a brick uh, by a young man. And uh, um, I'm calling it rejection and karma at the same time. That's what I'm saying about this whole situation. So uh, I didn't. I did a little bit of research, all I could get for that day, and I did a story on it. But so there's a lady that's doing social media. She's been everywhere, and she's. Her face is really swole up, and she said she was smacked in the face with a brick. Okay, she said that uh, a young man uh, wanted her number or whatever, and uh, she wasn't interested, and um, this is what happened. So the next day, I did another story yesterday. So the next day, um, you've got some people, different people are talking about this young lady, and one gentleman said that he was there. He was there, and he watched what happened. But he said he would he would not help her because she's uh, been on the internet the last couple of years. She's got a lot of followers, and I guess she goes on taunting people and uh, doing different things to people to upset them. Now, that does not warrant smacking anybody in the face with a brick. Because my thing is, even if she's going around doing this thing, doing things like that, what if she would have been killed? Yeah. 
Well, what, so, what is her, what's the background on this lifestyle? She, is she Google an influencer? Yeah, she is a social media influencer. If you, if you Google woman hit with a face with a brick, it'll come up. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And so, you know, it, you got people talking the next day about this lady saying that she's a fraud. You know, she's been talking about people, too. And this is karma. And, you know, uh, I wouldn't have helped her. And I'm just being a gentleman and being a man at this point saying you know, I spoke about this the other day, and I, I've got a couple of friends. One of my friends said he wouldn't have dared stepped up because he's not going to get killed for anybody. Now, my take is I'm kind of a protector. That's my spirit. I'm, I just, if I see danger, I don't run away from it necessarily. I think before I do, but I'm a protector. If I see somebody being picked on or messed with, I just kind of want to step in. So I don't think, you know, I don't know her background I didn't, you know, completely, but if I would have saw a gentleman pick up a brick and literally threaten to smack a woman in the face with it, and I, and I carry a gun every day, um, that's, you know, he could have killed her. I put it like that, you know, and when you have a gun, you have to know the rules to it. I'm going with that, too. And so that's kind of like uh, the protection thing. If somebody around you in your vicinity, you think that is being you know, that's in danger, like they could be possibly, you know, unalived or killed, then you got the right to pull your gun. Now, I just want to see what anybody else's take or any other men's take on that would have been if they would have seen a, a young lady uh, being getting ready to be attacked with a brick. You know, that's a big deal. So this, this sounds like a social media is it dispute. Is that what it was all about or was it no, uh, it, some stuff so, offline? <laughs> So, again, the lady, everybody knows her from, so they're saying she's, uh, she teases people. She does different things on the Internet. So that's the reason why I said the karma thing. The gentleman that I watched yesterday on uh, TikTok or one of those uh, media uh, platforms, he said that he was there. And he would have not threw water on her, basically, if she was burning. Because she's, I guess, done a lot of things to other people. And well, in his eyes, he felt like it was karma. Now, well, that is internet with, though uh, lifestyles. That is that's a direct correlation yeah, to her internet presence, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, so then you know, so that's that's an internet driven attack, un, not unlike okay, a lot okay. of these shootings exactly. where people are right. killed because yeah. of the uh, Inter the internet. People yeah. getting on into it on Facebook. People on You're social right. media. You're right. Yeah. You're right. So that, I mean, that's that's a, that's a social media attack. You're yeah. right. And that's, that's the drawback right. of social media. That, that's yeah. the, that's the, double, that's the, half, the other half of the double-edged sword, yes. Right. Everybody knows her face, where she's from. So it's like, oh, that's the one chick that's always picking on people, and ha-ha, look what happened to her. That's basically what they're saying. Interesting. Yeah, it, a lot of other people who follow social media really, really close know exactly the case you're talking about. Yeah, they probably do. Yeah. I mean, they're having big forums. On, I mean, literally, people are having forums on this conversation about men helping women and uh, women getting up in men's faces and wanting to fight men like, you know, like men and stuff like that. So a lot of people are kind of talking about this. So, yeah, I just want to see what somebody else might have to say about that. Well, you waited a long time, and you got it in, Lifestyle. All righty. <laughs> and I'm going to get off so somebody else can talk. All right. Thanks, Lifestyle. Uh, Brother Man, go ahead. How are you? Hey, how y'all doing? You and James. James, you get better. Thank you, Brother Man. Yeah. James, yeah. And, uh, you're staying I, in, aren't you, James? Huh? You're staying in recuperating. Yeah, yeah. 
I slipped out uh, one or two times, Cena, but I kept my mask on and I didn't. I stayed away from people. Just stayed kind of outside. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, otherwise, yeah, I'm staying in. Mm-hmm. Go I ahead, Bugman. To say, vote for the man that's going to help you. If you mm-hmm. think the NRA guy is going to help you, then vote for him. But I don't think that that NRA guy is going to do anything for you. And it's back to the old school. It's up to us to save us. We got to start trying to figure out who did what and make sure the law finds out where they're at and make sure they go to jail. If we don't, we ain't going to solve the problem of these black people killing each other. Mm-mm. That's true. Yeah, I mean, they certainly are making it conducive for them to kill each other with the yeah, influx of guns and drugs. That's why law but, that you don't need no uh, permit to carry a gun. Anybody can carry a gun. Yeah. I was at the Kroger's grocery, and this guy kept on hitting his gun on the side. I said, what's mm-hmm. wrong with him? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I said, I, I got on away from him quick. And, you know, Brother Man is so funny because it just keeps happening to me. And I was in, uh, was it Kroger? No, uh, it may have been a Kroger, too. It was. Uh-huh. And um, this guy, had, but here's what scared me. Uh, he had a big old gun on his side, fully displayed, and, and basically wanted to make sure everybody saw it, um, and had nothing in his hand. Nothing. Right. He, wasn't he wasn't buying that. anything. Hmm. And he was looking he agitated and, and just steadily, steadily, steadily moving through the line. And, you know, I was in self-checkout. He was over there, uh, uh, you know, where the the, 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 uh, the checker checks you out, you know, where the uh-huh. clerk checks so you he out. So he wasn't buying anything? No, no, unless... I couldn't see over the counter unless he picked up like a gift card or an energy yeah, drink yeah, yeah. or something like that. He didn't have a cart. He had nothing in his hands. Both of his hands were down to his side, empty. And he had that big old supersized gun on <laughs> on his hip looking crazy. And I was like, oh, my goodness. And, you know, it, huh, was he what? Trying to be like John Wayne. <laughs> Trying to be like yeah. John. Yeah, I was. Pilgrim. Yeah, uh, probably. And mm-hmm. once again, I I watched and watched. I'm like, what is he doing? What is he getting ready to do? Is he getting ready to, you know, to, to shut the door, you know, to try to bar? I, I don't know. And those things, I couldn't even focus on <laughs> my grandpa. My grandson wanted some Fruity Pebbles cereal. They had it on sale. Mm-hmm. I couldn't focus on the Fruity Pebbles because I was so busy watching him uh, and to see what he was going to do next. There's nothing I could do because if he was to start shooting or whatever, then we were all in trouble. But I could not get out of there fast enough. Yeah. It just makes you uncomfortable. That's real dangerous. If you let 45 get back in there, you ain't seen nothing yet. Cause I know. Folks you ain't seen nothing up, yet. They're going to get more money. And, I, I, and again, from a local standpoint, I think there ought to be some kind of movement to keep Braun out of office. I really do because well, he is dangerous. It, that's when people start voting and it looked like the Republicans got control of the state Senate. Well, they certainly have uh, control uh, as far as the re- the districting and the, the way the maps are drawn and things of that yeah. nature to keep it. So, uh, you know, I yeah, they to a degree. Yeah. yeah huh? To a degree. 
To a degree, um, well, but it's not, that, it's not a lost uh, cause. It's not lost. That can be reversed. It can be. Uh, if they just do what Brother Man says and vote. Yeah, and they, vote. I mean, if yeah, people just show up. What's the name of the Democrat that's running for a governor? Uh, it's a female. The only Democrat I know is a, that is announced is a female. Well, there's two. Bob Kern, you know, they also ran. He's 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 also ran. Uh, and a former uh, state school superintendent uh, who switched parties, and her name yeah. is not coming to me right does, now. Does he mean, do you mean, Brother Man, uh, mayor or governor? Governor, de- Democrat governor. The only male that I know who has declared as a Democrat for governor is Bob Kern. There's a female who switched parties. She used to be a Republican. Okay. That's dangerous. Because once they're a Republican, they're still a Republican. Well, that's an interesting point, Brother Man. But apparently she fell out with the Republicans over uh, school funding and some school uh, policy. Right. Uh, that her name, but she is uh, running for yeah. governor. Um, well, former Republican running under Democrat. She, under yeah, the, she switched parties uh, after her uh, fallout with the state legislature uh, when she was the. Um, oh, what is her name? Let me look it. Let me look it up. Let me look it up. Uh, what was her name? Uh, well, she's not making any commercials. Well, no, she probably didn't have any commercial money right now. And that's not until 2024, too. So she, I mean, Braun's not making, nobody really is making any uh, commercials, uh, would you say? I mean, Braun's sending out a lot of uh, a lot of ink about what he wants to do and what all he's, you know, keeping his, uh, his record out there, Democratic, Indiana Democratic gubernatorial. Um, well, I, hope we, I hope we vote the right way because I'm voting for a Democrat because... I started voting Democrat back in 1960. Jennifer McCormick. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. When Kennedy was running for mm-hmm, president. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you guys ought to know it. Somebody ain't gonna do nothing for you. Not got no business voting for them. No, you don't. And as yeah. Dion said, just don't hand your vote to anybody. You know, make make sure that they are going to do what they're going to do. Money, and if they do get some money, it's gonna get come right back to them. <laughs> yeah, uh, good point, McCormick brother. is a former Indiana superintendent. State of schools, too. Yeah, she's former state schools chief. Had, had a big blowout. 2017 to 2020. Yeah, had a big blowout with the uh, yeah. with the legislature, uh, and uh, couldn't. I guess it had been brewing since day one when she took that post. Actually, for, from what I understand, if the history is, if my history lesson is correct, yeah, they've never agreed, never saw eye to yeah, eye. She, was, she, she just wasn't with the Republican ideas about education, mm-hmm. you know, is, mm-hmm. you know, you find your own way, uh, private schools, privatized, privatized, and she just wasn't with that. Mm-mm. No, no. and James, have a great day down there. Okay, well, you too, brother man. We sure appreciate you. Okay. All right. Thanks. Uh, open lines today, and uh, maybe some we can review. I know there's a couple of things that we can we can go back over that that we that are worth mentioning that we need to mention. Uh, but right now, James, we are going to take a quick break. Uh, if you're on the line, stay right there. We'll get to you right after this. WTOC AM, W236CR, Indianapolis. Keeping you informed with what's happening in and around Indy. It's Community Connection, brought to you by Child's Advocates. Your voice, their future, on Praise AM 1310, 95.1 FM. 
And we're back with Community Connection. Top of the hour, going into our second hour. Tina Cosby here with our contributing analyst, James Patterson. James, all this week, we are giving away tickets to this year's upcoming Circle City Classic football Uh game. Yeah, Uh yeah. And this is easy. All you have to do to win is to text the word classic to the number 37890. Text the word classic to the number 37890. The winner will receive a pair of tickets to the Circle City Classic featuring Mississippi Valley State University and North Carolina Central University coming up Saturday, September 23rd at Lucas Oil Stadium. Tickets on sale now at the box office and Ticketmaster.com. Again, if you want to win a pair of free tickets to this year's Circle City Classic at Lucas Oil Stadium, text the word CLASSIC to 37890. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Boy, it's fun giving away stuff. I love that. Because it's free. Yes, yes. And that's going to be uh, another classic celebration. I yeah. always love that parade. Yeah, the return of Mississippi Valley State. I tell you, it uh, the parade is wonderful. The parade is one it's, it's it's one of the nation's best performance parades. See, a lot of people don't understand that there, you know, a lot of parades are um uh, I, I don't know, ceremonial, if you will, and those are great. Uh-huh. I mean, that's the standard traditional parade. The Circle City Classic Parade, perform, it is a performance parade. That means everybody's doing something. <laughs> and uh, uh, I remember when we used to have it uh, live, we would broadcast it live on, on Wish TV, um, and uh, the photographers couldn't wait until Circle City Classic because it was one of their favorite parades to shoot because there were so many moving pieces and so much action to get that they just absolutely... A uh, lot of bands, mm-hmm. a lot of uh, marching groups, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of activity, like you said. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a really a great spectacle to see. I just love those college bands. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, in the, in the, in the uh, tradition of the black, uh, you know, the historically black colleges and universities, there is none better. I mean, come on. No. They they I step mean, they step to it, don't they? <laughs> they step, step, step. step you know, and Mississippi it. Valley State University. I'm familiar mm-hmm. with that school, mm-hmm. not so much the other one, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm familiar with Mississippi Valley State. I used to work for the Commercial Appeal, the Memphis newspaper, lived in Greenwood, and that's oh, that was about 17 miles. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Miles away to drive up and down Indiana State Highway 82 right past that university almost every day that I was going in that direction. Wow. So, yeah. Well, well you know... Yeah, I'll go. Go ahead. Mississippi Valley State has a, a very special distinction in that they played in the very first Circle City Classic at the old Hoosier Dome, and uh, their star player was none other than uh, NFL Hall of Famer that year, uh, Jerry Rice. 
I mean, oh, yeah. he, he obviously became an NFL Hall of Famer after he, he graduated right. college yeah. and, and had a pro career. But it, it was the first time that this area had ever seen or heard of Mississippi Valley State, Jerry Rice and everything else. So, um, so like yeah, you said, went on with the San Francisco 49 oh, yeah. to become oh. a Hall of Famer. Ever. The greatest one of the greatest ever. Greatest yeah. receive, wide receivers ever. Uh, and he played right here in the very first Circle City Classic uh, with uh, the very for one of the very first H- HBCUs in the Classic, Mississippi Valley State. And this year they are back. They're back. Yes, indeed, indeed. Uh, so, uh, but James, uh, as we were saying, um, uh, Friday is our special. Uh, Stop the music special, and we are so excited because we have such good conversations, meaningful conversations, and, and we hope helpful conversations. Um, in important topic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the entire month of September is National Suicide Prevention and Awareness Month. Uh, every year, one day out of that month uh, is World Suicide Prevention Day, uh, which is September 10th. Uh, because the 10th mm-hmm. is on a weekend, we're going to observe that day uh, a couple of days before, on a Friday, on a weekday. Uh, and um, you know, we're going to WTLC yeah. AM, WTLC FM, Hot 100.9, um, and uh, La Grande, uh, all of our stations, all of these stations are going to be participating uh, in the conversation, and uh, we are really, really looking forward to it. So hopefully you can join our special program, uh, listeners, you can join our special program on Friday when we uh, stop the music throughout the course of the day. Uh, right now, though, James, we are doing uh, our open line show Um 317-239-1310, 317-239-1310. Let's get back to the phone lines. Lisa, go ahead. How are you? Uh, good afternoon. How are you, James? How are you, Tina? I'm well. I'm, I'm, I'm well. fine. Thank you. thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I am. This is just in response to your mm-hmm. question right before the uh, top of the hour mm-hmm. about the um, governor candidates. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom told me that she had seen a uh, commercial for a governor, but she didn't know who he was, hadn't heard of him before. I didn't really put much weight in it and went on until the next day I saw it myself. Mm. It's a gentleman, I don't know his first name, but it's Dobin, D-O-B-A-N-D-O-B-A-N. You know what, you're right, you're right. I have seen that. And it's a highly produced commercial. Yes, yes. He's a businessman. An image of a child in a schoolhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. An image of him walking with people down the street. I don't know who he is. I make assumptions that he's probably from some of some small town. I, you know, if I'm and, not yeah. mistaken, he's a he's a businessman, James, isn't he? If, is, is he a Fort Wayne businessman yeah, somewhere around? I, I, I don't know. Like that. But Something you know, like that. When I saw that, I I thought, you know, who is this guy? I never mm-hmm. heard right. of him before. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. absolutely correct. Yeah, and has never and has definitely put Republican on, um, you know, in in big white letters. Because sometimes politicians, when they're making ads, they don't want to identify with a party, um, you know, until they oh, have yeah, to. Oh, yeah, they don't want, they kind of downplay it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah they yeah, definitely try to downplay Yeah, because, But I've you know, seen it twice in the last two days, so I wanted to... Yeah, and TV's it. pretty expensive, so to be to be dropping money on TV this early on... Exactly. Uh, must, have some, must have some cash. Yeah, and, exactly. and if you're, you know, if you've got, I mean, Braun comes from a small town area. If if you have a following, say Fort Wayne or Terre Haute, mm-hmm. just just an example, South Bend, you could, you know, you could 
uh, potentially make a race out of it. It's not, it's not just one person like Braun being coronated. So, uh-huh. like she said, we, we, we don't know how it's going to shape up, and we really don't know all the characters that are going to be in the race mm-hmm. yet. Uh-uh. And to your point, uh, Tina, about the Miss um, McCormick, she hasn't run any ads at all. And for a state with ninety, a state with ninety-two counties, and probably only three of them have liberal leanings, she should be running ads early. (laughs) And yeah, Yeah, she should be. And plus, you know, she could attract some callers. Mm -hmm. I mean, some um, supporters. Yeah. Because from the Republican Party, because she was one of them. Mm-hmm. And and she may yeah you know, she's no doubt got some folks that have jumped on her side yeah you know, uh, jumped in her camp uh, that yeah. are willing yeah. to, that that are behind her willing to work with her that have crossed the aisle uh, as well uh, I'm sure of that it's just how much how much money and support does she have um, that are coming that's coming over from that side but she's not you know there there could be another Democrat uh, that uh, throws their hat into the ring the Republican field is quite crowded already for um, yeah. governor very much so what is it now we've got eight seven or eight candidates for Republican uh, Republican candidates for mayor yeah <laughs> it's, it's probably oh, yeah. there's more than six I know I'm sure I can't think for of mayor for, for no for uh, I'm sorry for governor 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 yeah Mayor is already mayor of Indianapolis, but we're talking about for governor. Uh, there, um, you know, there's Braun. There's uh, uh, there's several. Um, uh, what's his name? Curtis Hill. Uh, oh my goodness. Um, uh, let's see. Is it Susan? Crow? I thought that the, there's a, the gentleman that was Trey Hastings or Trey. Yeah, I I used I had that list right here in front of me, but there's more than five. The, the field uh, is Susan pretty. Susan Crouch too, I think. Yeah, so yeah. Mike Vaughn, mm-hmm. Eric, uh, the guy we saw. The, a current lieutenant governor, Suzanne Crouch. Yeah, she's she's running. Uh, Eric Doden is who you guys are talking about, and mm-hmm. he is from Fort Wayne. Fort Wayne, okay. And cash on hand as of June 30th, 3.8 million. So, so he's got the money. The money that's he's gonna burn on. through it pretty quickly, though. If he needs, he does yeah. gotta start. To, uh, it's gonna uh, burn up. Yeah, it's gonna Curtis burn. Hill, although his, uh, as of this Star article, his cash on hand as of June 30th, nineteen thousand dollars. Yeah, well, you know. Will that buy one commercial? Curtis, that won't buy Curtis a tank of gas. I tell you, so. <laughs> <laughs> not enough gas to ride a bus. You know, we should not make light of the brother. He's trying. You know, he's no, I'm not making light of him. Is he? Nineteen thousand dollars ain't gonna buy you gas money. But um, <laughs> it's true, gas went up. Uh, but good, 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 good for him. You know, if he wants to try it out, go ahead, give it a shot, give it a go. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> that's the truth. That's the truth. So anyway, but yeah, Lisa, good, good point. Very good point. Good point, but, Lisa. Very yeah. good. But yeah, Republicans are are they're they're chasing that governorship like crazy. Yeah, because Brad Chambers, another one. Tina. Brad, Brad Chambers, Chambers, yeah, Brad Chambers. Uh, he he resigned from the governor's uh, cabinet, so to speak, and uh, to to run his campaign. And I think he's got a pretty nice war chest too. Plus, he can self finance because he's fairly wealthy as well. Yeah, another, let's see, Jamie, R-E-I-T, 
E N O. Yeah, yeah. Right Nor. Yeah, Rittenauer. Rittenauer. Rittenauer is one of the Republicans. Oh, Lord. Yeah. And then, <laughs> then you got the Libertarian. Yeah. Um, yeah. You got a lot. But uh, yeah. but like I said, the Republicans are going after it like crazy because they know Indiana is a Republican leaning state, and so that if they can figure out a way to, to win to the primary, win the primary, or primary somebody else, they they've got a better than average shot at uh, mm-hmm. sitting in that in that seat down at the state house. So. Uh, that's why the Republicans are going after it like crazy. Now, the Democrats need to launch a pretty healthy campaign uh, to go after that seat as well, and hopefully they will. We want to yeah, see a competitive I mean, race. McCormick and maybe somebody else will jump in, but she has a good ch- shot because she has mm-hmm. to have some Republicans to support her. I mean, she was elected as a Republican at one point. Mm-hmm. So it, yeah. that's the, the kind of the old yeah. uh, Evan mm-hmm. Bayh formula, Tina, is yeah. You know, to kind of cross over and get Republicans. Oh, absolutely, uh, absolutely. Democrat. But vote. but right now, what's concerning is that not only is Braun leading in the polls, he's got more money than anybody else. Yeah. So yeah. right now, so uh, certainly more than nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> Brother ain't got no money. No, I, I'm gonna leave it alone. I'm not. Yeah, yeah we got right, I'm sorry, my I'm sorry, my mommy, and I'm. Sorry. Ah well. <laughs> Politics, you're public figure now. You gotta take it. Uh, you, gotta take it. <laughs> you gotta take it. Kevin, go ahead. How are you? Hey, how y'all doing? Good. How are you? Good. All right. Hey, James. I pray you and your wife get to uh, feeling better. Thank uh, you, Kevin. I really appreciate you, man. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. I've been saying this for a while, and I'm starting to really see it now with the uh, solving of the murder. Uh, I think it was last week, or no, last month. A young lady off by Tenth and Rule when they use uh, cameras in the neighborhood up on the poles, solve the crime. That's one uh-huh. problem I have, an issue I have. I don't understand about the mayor and the, and the police department here. There's cameras almost on every single pole in the city, almost every stoplight. It seems like you'll be able to stop more of these crimes than what we are solving right now. Or not stopping, but actually solving these crimes. Mm-hmm. I mean, with, with people uh, fleeing in cars, I think they said they were able to pinpoint the uh, make, of the, make, model, and color of the car. And I believe the license plate and ran a license plate and went mm-hmm. to an apartment building. And the gentleman that was driving admitted that he was the driver, and his passenger did shoot the young lady. I just don't you understand You're talking about the Cold Springs Road right by Marion University and 30th? No, 10th no, and Rural. This is a young lady. Oh, 10th and uh, Rural, okay. Yeah, she was on 10th and Rural, and they mm-hmm. said she was walking down the street, and she was either texting or called one of her friends and said, hey, somebody's chasing me. And uh, a bunch of shots, I think they, they shot at her 20 times. And they ended mm. up finding her, her up on a porch, shot to death. Well, I think she uh, died at the hospital. But they mm. was able to solve the crime by using cameras up at the uh, stoplight. And yeah. I don't, I, I'm starting to think, do they really want to solve these crimes, these murders? It seems like it would be a lot easier than what, what, it, what they're doing by mm. using these cameras and technology. Mm. Yeah. Right. I mean, they... Kevin, that's a good point, good point. You know, they, they got them all over the place. They don't have them at every single intersection, unlike like Chicago, where they'll get you, you know, they've got this rule where if, you're, if, you enter, if you enter into the intersection after the light has turned yellow, you can, uh, you know, they'll mail you a ticket if the camera, they call it the, the street light, uh, the, the uh, stoplight camera system. Um, but I, I've seen them in most places. They're getting them up. Um, but I think, 
witness cooperation is key. In some cases, in some neighborhoods, the folks are like, we're not having it. You know, I'll tell you what I saw. I'll tell you what car. That car is over there every two weeks or every other week. I'll tell you what make and model. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can you can run it or you can look at my ring camera or my blink camera. And other neighborhoods, it's like, you know, I ain't seen that. Not, I, like and, you said, Kevin, I- maybe... Maybe they're afraid. You know, I think you said one time, maybe they're afraid, you know, get shot or, you know, get involved. But so many people see something and nobody says somebody got to step up. Yeah. And I and I wholeheartedly agree. I think people should uh, see something, say something. But like I said before, and I guess I've been accused of being sympathetic about, about the, the no snitching rule. I believe people should tell. But I also believe that people are fearful for their lives. And it's, it's not a neighborhood thing it's not a black thing it's not a white thing it's a people issue yeah yeah it is because you know it's just that if if you want that stuff in your neighborhood i mean try to get together with three or four people who are willing to stand up because otherwise they'll just run over you they'll run drugs through there they'll run everything they can think of through there and you know they won't bother you until they think you're a threat to them but that that's where it starts right there i think one uh, pastor that we had on said, oh, well, yeah, 200 people in Broad Ripple saw all those bullets flying and nobody said nothing, said they don't trust the police. Well, if we don't trust the police, then then maybe we need to take up your idea that you said last week, I think, Kevin, yes. is, you yes. know, neighborhood patrols, then just, yes. you know, do it ourselves. So. Yes, I, I do believe the mayor, whoever the mayor will be, mm-hmm. uh, should seriously think about, you know, funding or backing people who want to patrol their neighborhood. Mm. And I'm not saying go out here and kick in doors and nothing like that, but be able to protect our neighborhood. Yeah, it's no doubt. The, uh, that's what they call those first, they, they call them first responders, but technically we the first responders. We're going to be on scene quicker than they will be. We should be able to police our own neighborhood. Yeah. yeah, but the cameras is a good idea. They they need to put more of them. And I don't think they're, they're just not using them, um, but sometimes they need a little more. Uh, a little more info from the public with the, yeah. the cameras where they are. Yeah. All righty. Well, thank you, Kevin. Appreciate it. This, you know, it's food for thought. They're definitely yeah, food for is. thought, it indeed. Is. Ron, go ahead. How are you? Lovely, Tina. I am well. James, I've already sent up a prayer because you guys know I love you both. Thank you. Um, thank you, sir. Tina, if I could, there's there's a couple of things that I've heard. One was Eric, and I think I've told you before how much I love Eric. I think he's on top of things. I like Eric. Um, it would be difficult to see someone hit someone with a brick and and know what to do because the next issue is is it an ongoing beat down with a brick? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna watch somebody beat somebody else down with a brick. I'm like Eric. I carry a gun. I, I don't want to be involved in anything, and I try my best to avoid drama. But I'm not going to watch somebody else get beat down, man or woman. When it comes to guns, and I think I heard uh, Brother Man may have mentioned it about people having guns. Tina, I got a gun. My gun don't kill nobody. I got two. One is in my car. One is in my house. Neither of my guns have killed anyone. When I heard someone the other day talk about how the NRA, the Republicans, whatever, has given guns to black people, and now black people are killing one another, that's the black people who are killing one another. I got guns. I don't kill nobody. 
that's almost like saying uh, if, uh, I'll make abortion illegal or, or legal so that y'all can just go out and kill one another, kill the babies in the womb. I ain't trying to hear that. The person responsible for whatever is being done is the person responsible. When it comes to the mayor, I would rather have neither one of them, I don't think, has mentioned roads. And you know how many times we have had callers call in about roads into our mayor. So uh, somebody said, vote for who's going to serve you. If you're going to fix the roads, I don't care if you vote for Trump. Fix the roads. I think that's way more important than whether or not you're going to vote for Trump. If my roads are still bad, no matter who the mayor is, I'm still upset. Uh, vote for the person who's going to serve you. Get out and vote no matter what. Vote for somebody. Uh, just do the best that we can because life is tough here. It, it, it is really tough. Uh, gas is high. You can't buy gas and run for government on, on, on $20. That ain't going to happen. Life is just tough. Uh, we just have to do the best that we can. Love you, Peter. Love you, James. James, you get well. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Yeah, uh, thank you, Ron. Appreciate it. Um, so, James, um, uh, ran, ran through a lot of uh, a lot of topics mm-hmm. today. Uh, one of the uh, you know one of the more difficult uh, segments we had yesterday uh, was the was the final segment that I had with uh, B Swift. Uh, you know, host at, uh, you know, our, our radio, our DJ at our, our station, 100.9, Hot 100.9, and former DJ, now promoter, DJ Gino, Gino Shelton, um, on the um, the sad uh, shooting death of uh, of a man I didn't know, uh, didn't know anything really much about him, although now that I know that Ebony Chappelle uh, was his daughter, I, I feel like I did know. Uh, a lot about him because Ebony would talk about uh, her dad. We're talking about uh, he he was known as Big Mike or Mike Trees. Uh, Michael Chappelle, 53 years old, uh, early Sunday morning uh, on the northwest side, gunned down. Uh, he was one of three people shot. Uh, he was, as far as I know, I don't know, I haven't followed up on the rest, but I think he was the only one that, that didn't make it. He didn't make it. He died. He passed away um, shortly after getting to the hospital, and um, uh, it, it was just uh, it, was it was it was it was beyond sad. It's sad. It is frustrating. It's maddening. It's all of those things rolled up into one. Because I I understand the. You know, Ron has made this point. If he's made it once, he's made it I don't know how many times. I have a gun, but my gun doesn't hurt anybody. You know, I have to do it. I understand it. But the proliferation, uh, the e- the easy access, um, the yeah. culture that is guns is not as simplistic as I have a gun and I don't do anything. So people who have a gun, they're the ones. That, that's not. It's, if it were only that simple, if it were only that simple. Yeah, we we were averaging oh seventy five to a hundred homicides oh my less 
Yeah. You know, when we didn't have the proliferation mm-hmm. of guns, guns mm-hmm. everywhere, mm-hmm. here, there, everywhere, yeah. um, you know, at Kroger on the hip or at the gas station, you know, uh, on top mm-hmm. of the dashboard, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. wherever, mm-hmm. just guns, guns, guns. Everywhere. Um, everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I want to mm-hmm. say, too, um, you know, send out my condolences to mm-hmm. Ebony yeah. and her uh, family because yeah. what a loss. Uh, I'm just learning more. I, like you, didn't know him. Mm-hmm. I didn't know Ebony through mm-hmm. the radio station. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fine. Had her on She's and a, had me on. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. Swift made a good point that she he, he now makes the connection. He said, of course she's a tree's she's a tree's daughter because you know she's got that activism in her just like him, and she does. Yeah. You know, Ebony Ebony's quite quite and the, like the you. Activist. She's brilliant. I mean, you know, she's, she's a great broadcaster, and now I think she's doing something else. Mm-hmm. She was a great broadcaster, uh, or is, and uh, you know, she has a lot going for her. So obviously, you know, the acorn doesn't mm-hmm. fall far. Uh-uh. Tree, you know, the, the the dad must have been a great man, um, to, you know, to have somebody like Ebony. But I'm like you too, you know. And, and if y'all can excuse my English in this three word sentence uh, for for a moment, who done it? You know, who 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 done? Oh, we know. They haven't yeah. them. Yeah. yeah, they haven't caught them yet. I have no doubt that um, that person will be flushed out. Yeah, uh, because yeah. of uh, Big Mike's, uh, you know, Tree's uh, popularity in the community. If it's half of what I understand it to be, yeah, that person will get. You know what, uh, Sky uh, WRTV a, a day or two ago had a very nice. Uh, it seemed like a little bit of a roundtable uh, discussion. Let, let, let's play it. Let's let's listen. A violent Labor Day weekend, leaving at least three people dead in Indianapolis. Family says one of those people who died is this man, Mike Chappelle. WRTV's Adam Schum spoke to those who knew him best. He learned Chappelle spent much of his life trying to stop what ultimately led to his death. It's my big brother. Like, we don't got the same mother, but it's my big brother. This is Michael Chappelle also known as Big Mike. He was an uncle to the entire community. He used those outlets in terms of promoting and helping out artists and things of that. He used that to help people. The 53-year-old's family and friends describe him as a local promoter, working to give artists a chance to get their start. Those who knew him best said he would also give back to the community by feeding those in need, even working to rebuild Belmont Beach, once a segregation area swimming spot for black residents, now used as a pop-up park. He's 53, on the downhill swing, veteran, just got married, newlywed, good family. IMPD says over the weekend, three people were shot near 37th and Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Street. Police say one person died at the hospital. That person was Big Mike. We have to let it go. Let justice do justice. Don't let us take justice into our hands. We recognized early on, 20 years ago, that music has a large influence on the youth, and we wanted to be able to give them an outlet. James Dishroom says Mike and his friends started a show called Stop Beefing in Radio. The goal? To help young people all over learn the importance of conflict resolution. Oh, uh, yeah, what's up? It's your homeboy, Mike Trees, Big Trees, whatever you want to call me. Just make sure you call me with that paper. The whole purpose of that outlet was to use music to help kids stop beefing and start eating. Quit making a permanent decision on a temporary situation. 
walk away. Calm down. Count to 10. Well, together. together, yeah. A community now tries to fill the void of a man they lost. Those who knew him say he impacted hundreds of lives. People like, like Mike shouldn't have to leave here like that. And if we have any ounce of dignity, any ounce of self-respect, any ounce of conviction, we should all be out in the streets trying to find out who did this. In Indianapolis, Adam Shumes, WRTV. Yeah, and uh, James, that was one of the better packs that, yeah. that I saw. That was a really good report from our news gathering partners at WRTV. Um, uh, there were there was some um, Sky. I don't know if you have it or, or do you have it. There was a, another uh, just just kind of a mashup, if you will, of reaction, and that came from our friends at uh, our news gathering friends at Fox Fifty Nine. So let's see if we can hear that one. Metro Police are working to piece together what led to the shooting deaths of three people in our city over the weekend. One of those shootings happened early Sunday morning when three people were shot in one incident. A family confirms to us that 53-year-old Mike Trees was killed and two people were injured on West 37th Street on the northwest side. Now, his loved ones are remembering him for the impact he had on the Hallville community. My father meant a lot of things to a lot of people. Um, he was somebody that used everything he had to try to improve the environment and the people around him. He helps, he helps, he helps as much as he can. He always, if you meet him, if you met him, he will leave you with words of wisdom. Mike was Mike. Mike was a person that never met a stranger. Mike was a person that was going to help you in need. Mike was a person that was going to get the job done. Police believe the shooting was targeted. So far, no. Yeah, targeted, and they're still looking for um, suspects and asking for anybody with any information to contact uh, police. That first voice you heard when she said, my father, of course, that was our former colleague here at uh, Radio 1, Ebony Chappelle. And uh, again, our hearts go out to Ebony. Um, I did connect with Ebony. We communicated uh, the other day uh, and uh, yesterday and she said she would be in touch and uh, was looking forward to coming on at some point uh, to let the community know uh, how they can help, you know, how we can all help. Uh, but, but you know what, James, it's, it's just, to me, it's especially painful. You know, there, there's enough people out there that don't want to even think about tackling this problem, that don't want to look at it, don't want to have anything to do with it, you know, that wants to just, you know, wrap everybody up in one category and throw them to the side. But when people roll up their sleeves and go into the community and do the work, and do the work for the good of the community, the fact that they get they get treated like that for just trying to help. It just, it's just especially egregious to me. I, I, I just, why would you want to treat somebody that way that is trying to help? Not only you, but everybody that looks like you, everybody else with a pure heart and nothing but pure intentions. No, I, you did not hear one negative thing in all of those pieces that we played, um, about Mike trees, just like, uh, uh, you know, when Swift and, and Gino were here yesterday, both of them almost on the verge of tears because they felt it was so heartfelt. And yet it is so painful that our community and the people in our community want to turn on on the good folks as well as the bad. It's just painful 
to me how how we can continue to do this. So I don't, I don't know, but you know, we who did it? You're right, James. Who did it? Hello. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I was going to say I didn't think you could hear me, but it's like you're so right. This this death of Mr. Chappelle and and the shooting mm-hmm. of the other mm-hmm. couple of people is particularly because of the work he was doing. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. This is like an attack on all of us. Exactly. No respect, not, no boundaries, no lines. Mm-mm. They were not carrying guns in a Kroger, you know, a big uh, caliber gun on their hip. They were doing the work on the ground in the community. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like they were the only ones. I mean, what comes to mind is 10-Point Coalition, Reverend Charles Harrison, Reverend uh, Malachi Walker. Uh, Walker. Mm-hmm. Others, if I start naming them, you know, we don't have a list long enough, who are doing the daily work out there. The, uh, the city has this program called Peacekeepers. These people put their, I mean, one of them was killed last mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, exactly, exactly. They're putting their lives on the line. So this is the time that the community has to step up and say. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Hey, look, you, you crossed the bounds here. You killed, really, a peacekeeper. But people need to step up and identify who these people are. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're tired of this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Lisa, go ahead. How are you? I'm doing fair. Uh, uh, just as the precinct sent center town ship downtown, I'm, uh, my boundaries are Massachusetts, New York, and Pennsylvania. I want to put a plea in to people to, okay, you say voting doesn't matter. For those that say it doesn't matter, I tell you this. Your voice matters. If you don't speak your voice, then your concerns are not going to be put at the table where things are, where decisions are made. So if you're not at the table, what are you? The saying goes, you're on the menu. Mm-hmm. So Tuesday, October the 10th, is the deadline to register to vote in Indiana. Mm-hmm. Wednesday, October the 11th, will be the first day that a voter may early vote in the office of the circuit court clerk or satellite office. Monday, November the 6th, 2023, is the deadline by noon for circuit court clerks to receive absentee ballot applications from confined voters or voters caring, caring for a confined person requesting delivery of the ballot mm-hmm. by absentee voter board. Mm-hmm. Applications may be submitted to the circuit court clerk in person or by mail, fax, email or online through Indiana Voters mm-hmm. Porter, Portal at indianavoters.com. Mm-hmm. November 7th, 2023, 
municipal election day polls are open from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. prevailing local time. Mm. Tuesday, November the 21st, 2023 is the deadline by noon for a candidate to file a verified recount or contest. Friday, December the 1st, 2023, voter registration opens. That's the information to get out there to the people. I would really love to be the mediator for trees and and uh, and hostet. But anyway, they will probably get that position to you because you're in that in that seat. <laughs> no, they won't get it. It's not. It doesn't look like it's going to be me, but uh, some others. It, it doesn't have to be me. I just want to make sure that it happens. Yeah, uh, it would be great because the, I'm not that. important. What people get to hear and learn from each of those candidates is, yeah. and so yeah. I yeah. agree. I agree. Yeah. But I, I, I hope that it happens, and, and I hope to be mm-hmm. a part of it. Uh, I'm alumni of Martin University. We're out in the community. We need some of that money to help do what we're already doing. So, mm-hmm. well, thank we you for all that information. That was that was very valuable info, and we certainly plan to be repeating it throughout now and okay. all up to um, our voter education specialist is going to be back with us starting in another week or two, uh, Julia Vaughn, and she always brings good information, and we're going to be mindful of these deadlines. So thank you, Lisa, so much for that. No problem. I really appreciate it. And we can't get enough of that. So if 10 more Lisas want to call in with that, uh, by all means, please do. Um, James, we're going to take a quick break and then be back with more Community Connection uh, right after this. Let's get back to the conversation. It's Community Connection with Tina Cosby on Praise AM 1310, 95.1 FM, Indy's Inspiration Station. And we're back with Community Connection. Tina Cosby here with our contributing analyst, James Patterson. Uh, James, we're going to be giving away uh, tickets all this week to Circle Uh-oh. City Classic. We've given all the way that we have away for today. We're going to get some more for tomorrow. <laughs> We've given them all away for today. But we'll have more. Uh, so keep listening, you know, by all means. Uh, one of the things I got to yesterday, James, that I, I you know, nobody else thinks that. I just think that this is phenomenal. Um and that is the drug price negotiation yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. that uh, the Biden administration has pledged to do on behalf of senior citizens. I just think it's fantastic because when you look at, at and again, I look at the TV ads. I know how expensive, you know how expensive TV is. And when you oh, see yeah. Big Pharma running all of these ads for all of these drugs that you cannot get, like acetaminophen, like you were talking about over the phone, yeah. uh, over the counter, like you were talking about over the counter, I'd be Profen, uh, you can't get these things. These are these are um, prescription strengths, prescription, uh, I guess, categorized drugs, and and yet and still, Eliquis, Jardians, Zarelto, Genuvia, Farsiga. You know, we know those commercials, but those aren't everyday things that people can get. These are uh, basically products, drugs that the the big pharma is pushing out there to make even more money, and they're spending money to make even more money off folks, to have their Listen. doctors and, and, and healthcare professionals recommend these drugs and then get top dollar off of them and then Medicare paying top dollar on top of top dollar. And this this new law does not say that you're giving uh, these uh, pharmaceuticals away for free. No. It's just saying the government has a right to negotiate a fair and decent price decent. for particularly, you know, not just people... You know, ages uh, 18 mm-hmm. through 60 or 65, mm-hmm. you know, but 
um, everybody, you know, not, not just seniors, uh, people, the older people who need medications more as they grow older, but everybody. And, and let me just tell you a, a little bit else. Let me pile a little bit else on top of that. The global pharmaceutical market has experienced significant growth, Tina, in recent years. In 2022, we're in 2023, right? Just last year, the global pharmaceutical marketing, we have, well, you know, Eli Lilly here, one of the top ones. I'm not getting on them. But the global market, all those companies together, their total, their total, um, um, uh, their total, uh, you know, market—not profits, not not sales—but the total market is 1.48, almost 1.5 T trillion U.S. dollars. Oh my so goodness! Yeah, I don't, don't doubt. tell me they're not making money and they yeah. can't afford this. Yeah, you can't. You you're right. You can't tell me that. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. And you're right. It is obscene. It is obscene. The Oh, goodness gracious. Yeah. Well, what folks yeah. around here will do for money, I tell you. I tell money. you. Money, 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 honey. So anyway, um, but yeah, so James, I am so happy that you uh, and Mrs. Patterson, you and Sharon are doing so much better. Um, I just, I while I, uh, in a commercial break, my I have a cousin who's coming uh, here. He's coming to visit. Um Got a class reunion, and he's going to stay with me, and he's flying in on Thursday. And I said, hey, mask up <laughs> and keep it on oh, uh, yeah. because you're yeah, going to be yeah. on a plane. And he said, I definitely will mask up. I said, you need to mask up coming and going. So um, he'll be here later this the the, the later this week. The, his reunion isn't until a little bit okay, later. Yeah, but I did yeah. tell him because, I mean, come on. The, these planes are Petri dishes uh, in a That's lot of right. ways. Um, and that, that the new strain... COVID strain is so very contagious. It's mm-hmm. just jumping all over the place. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. That's the first time you've had it, right? Uh, no, then when yeah. I got it uh, over the holidays, that was the first time I'd ever had it. And I, I pray to goodness it's the last time because that is no joke. <laughs> it is no joke. Woo. It is very, very potent. And, and as long as we're talking about pharma, um, you know, what a great deal that is. That, that's the kind of thing that the Biden administration has been doing mm-hmm. that he doesn't get any credit for. Helping all of these people he doesn't get credit for it. You know, still they want a guy back in there who, you know, all he cares about is profits. All he cares about is big corporations. And I'm, I'm just reading this report a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Let's, we said 1.5 trillion worldwide, but let's just, let's just narrow that down to the U.S. These companies, mm-hmm. these pharmaceuticals, mm-hmm. AbbVie, Amgen, Bristol-Myers Squibb, Eli Lilly, Gilead, Johnson and Johnson, Merck and Pfizer mm-hmm. paid just above two percent in U.S. taxes on a combined mm-hmm. one hundred and ten b one hundred and ten billion in profits for twenty twenty two one hundred and ten billion combined profits. Um, pay just 2% in, in um, taxes. That's so. stretching the fact that we create an economy. That's stretching it pretty far, isn't it? Uh, we, it deserve, is. we deserve a tax break because we create an economy for your area. We put people to work, and so therefore give us a break because we're, you know, we're pumping money into your blah, 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 blah. Please yeah, but does the margin, you know, does the margin have to be that large, huh? I said, just keep squeezing us more. You know, we're on the bottom end of the trickle-down economics. Just just squeeze us more mm-hmm. so that your profits can skyrocket, and you don't even want to give people a break on their uh, – give me a break mm-hmm. on their drugs and, and, and pharmaceuticals. 
that yeah. they need prescriptions. Indeed. So, uh, but yeah, that was uh, that was something that we didn't get to last week that I wanted to that I, I mentioned um, uh, yesterday. Uh, also, but, yesterday we talked about uh, round three um, of the African American quality. Speaking of big corporations, uh, you know, Lily kicked a hundred million a few years ago after the George Floyd uh, incident. You know that all the corporations yeah. Yeah, wanted all to. All of this sympathy for. Yeah, everybody wanted to help help the black yeah. community, and so uh, and so it was that a hundred million dollars over five years uh, to improve a sustained quality of life for um, the city of Indianapolis, and it has. Um, it was good. It, it was, was good, good, but more, more needs to be done. Yeah, we <laughs> just say, James, more, more, more. De- definitely, more needs to be done. A hundred million dollars for that foundation or whoever would. I, I don't remember which pot it came out of, but a hundred million dollars is like t- to them is like ten dollars to you and me. Yeah. and so that's right. Um, and but not to say that we are not appreciative of it, and not to say that it's not helping um, improve the quality of life and helping a lot of uh, organizations that otherwise wouldn't have help. I think is fantastic. And I am excited beyond belief that we are here yesterday. We were uh, there talking about round three. Um, and the focus of round three, uh, you know, technology, you know, jobs, health care, things of that nature, all good. And I want to, you know, keep it going. They're going to be accepting applications, um, I think, right. until October. So, um yeah, so it's uh, it's it's a great thing, and, and we were happy to have Tony Mason, uh, president of the Urban League, and Willis Bright, president of the African American Coalition of Indianapolis, happy to have them here, uh, announcing the launch of Round Three. And we want people to apply for that money. I don't care if you don't give but ten dollars. You know, apply for it. It's right. it's it's there. It's for, for the them. community. It's for you. Please do your best um, to uh, apply and submit your applications. And hey, if it doesn't happen this time, you got two more rounds to go. So right, I think they said they spent like forty three million. Mm-hmm, so forty three million so far, and so they've got you know basically we're right almost at the halfway point. I think yeah. there's this round is going to be roughly a little over twenty million that's going to be dispersed, um, and so that's always good news. Always good news. Nothing you have to do anything for it. Write the paperwork, you know, submit a plan and stick to it, and submit your success, you know. You know, give exactly. give a follow up, and you got it. You got it. So uh, you know, if, if you're not good at you know writing narratives, writing grant proposals, uh, find someone who find is, somebody who did. And they, that was chances. one. Yeah, that was one of the things that they were really good about explaining is you can partner with whoever. You know, you can partner mm-hmm. with someone. So uh, we're very happy to have announced uh, that uh, round three of yeah. uh, of that. And then of course, um, I didn't know uh, former Indiana Governor Frank O'Bannon. Uh, It'll be the 13th of this month. It'll be 20 years. And so uh, the Democrats, his wife, and, and so many others are are looking to keep his legacy alive and, and doing a lot of things. But, you know, O'Bannon was unique. I, I, I he, he was a rare, he's one of the old school, successful politicians who you didn't know he's Democrat or Republican. You just knew that he got things done. And so it was nice. That was a nice remembrance that we got a chance to. He was just to, a decent guy. Just a I'm decent curious. guy. Yeah, very decent. You know, very I remember going guy. to the governor. Governor's Mansion, mm-hmm. and privileged to be invited there as a reporter just mm-hmm. for the annual media mm-hmm. uh, lunch or whatever mm-hmm. it was, dinner, whatever it was. And you could sit next to him, and it was like sitting next to your, you know, your, your, English professor or oh, yeah, yeah. your engineering teacher or whatever. He was just a decent guy who knew how to mm-hmm. engage with everybody. Very easy, very easy going, very easy to get to know, very easy to talk to. So yeah. uh, that was a, that was a dream. Uh, 
we'll continue. 317-239-1310. Mike, I believe you got the last call of the of the show. You got in on the last one. Go ahead. How are you? Oh, that's good. I'm doing fine. And I'm glad you're doing uh, feeling a whole lot better there, too, James. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate that. You're welcome, sir. And, uh, yeah, I called, uh, called some of your show yesterday. And, you know, uh, I want to thank you because uh, Miss o- O'Bannon's voice, you know, when I heard her voice, I said, that voice sounds familiar. <laughs> and I said, yeah, I know who that is. Mm-hmm. And it, it was good. It was good to, to hear a voice, you know, something from the past. Yeah. 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 And uh, just want her to know that uh, we always should uh, remember her husband. Uh, and let's always remember her while she's still among us. And, uh, you know, yeah. if you can get her back on the show sometime soon, that would be nice. Mm-hmm. And, and to the uh, Chappelle family, Mm-hmm. Ebony, you know, I don't know you personally, but I have uh, spoken with you several times mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. O- over the telephone line. So mm-hmm. uh, when I seen the news report this weekend, mm-hmm. you know, my uh, my prayers and my heart go, goes out to her family. Yeah, yeah. But uh, this is for the uh, citizens here. Yeah. You know, we have to do something mm-hmm. to get these guns off the streets. Mm-hmm. When I say guns... I mean, the shooters with them. And sometimes we can identify someone, mm-hmm. you know, that's carrying a gun. And if you look at their body language, and if you look at their steps, and, and it's not profiling nobody, but it's just, it's just human nature, you know? They flex a little with it, flex a lot. Yes. The reason that you know is because that you they draw attention to it is because they want you to see it. That's how I see it. Yeah. And uh, like Kevin was talking about, it's it's not about snitching. It's about saving 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 people's lives Mm -hmm. out here Mm -hmm. because this is is happening too much, Mm -hmm. and it's happening to two people that we come in contact with. You know that that somehow that circles the circle because Indianapolis always my life I've been told it's nothing but a donut you stay inside the circle you're going to run into everybody that lives in the city yeah but you don't bite yeah. the hand that feeds you you just yeah, don't. Ab- absolutely you just don't bite the hand ab- that feeds absolutely you. and therefore you know that's what I'm saying people we have to get out here and work with the police stop trying to fire the police chief when we need them yeah you know we because Who's going to investigate these crimes? Mm-hmm. You know, your your, your community uh, service center. No, it's it's a hardworking women's mm-hmm. of, of police department, and we need to support them, and we need to work with them. And I, I'm going to get off the line because, like I said, I, I'm tired of these guys. I'm tired of listening to all these killings here in the city, and we have to do mm-hmm. something about them. Mm-hmm. And uh, once again, uh, my thoughts and prayers out to Miss Chappelle. Yeah. Thank you for taking my call. Thank you, Mike. We appreciate it. And again, um, certainly ours are with um, our, our hugs, thoughts and prayers are with Ebony and her family, um, as as she very well knows. So, um, James. Yeah, um, you, OK, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, just one last thing. I know you, we, we, you've had uh, already two days and two very impactful days. And so I know we want to get out of here. But the look down the line, Tina, for this. This may be something to keep your eye on, mm-hmm. and that is that this may reach the Supreme Court, and that is Donald Trump's um, legality for being on um, the, the the ballot. Fourteenth Amendment. 
Yes, ma'am. The 14th Amendment, particularly in um, Section 3, which, and I was looking for the language, but it basically says that someone who um, supports an insurrection um, uh, against the Constitution, that's important. Mm -hmm. Not that you have to stand out there, you know, with the problem, but the language is if you support an insurrection against the Constitution Mm -hmm. of the United States, you are disqualified from running for office. So this is going to be have to be decided, Tina, by first um, organizations who have standing to bring it to secretaries of state, then secretaries of state in each state, including Indiana, um, Illinois, Ohio, Michigan, will have to decide, Kentucky, whether to put Mr. Trump's name on their ballot. And then if they decide yes, they decide no, that's going to be challenged, you know, whether it goes through the state courts up to the Supreme Court or goes in the federal appeals court and then up. It's going to end up, this case, at some point, I predict, um, at the Supreme Court, they're going to have to decide, even though this man is being tried for this in the January 6th case, whether or not what he did disqualifies him. And I know. Uh, 50 some over 50 some percent of the Republicans still support this guy, whether what he did um, disqualifies him based upon the 14th Amendment. And so who would you say would have standing that would be able to bring this to to the forefront? I don't know if it's the the political party that's registered in the state. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if the Secretary of State can do it outright. I know that uh, a judge ruled recently in one state that citizens, plain old ordinary citizens, cannot. So it has to be some sort mm-hmm. of political mm-hmm. figure that brings it. I think I'm just based upon what I'm hearing. You know, mm-hmm. I'm no legal scholar. Nor am I. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you know who who might know would be. Um, uh, attorney uh, Rod Bohannon, yeah, Rod Bohannon, he would know, uh, and uh, you know perhaps we can get uh, get a hold of him and and have yeah, him. Yeah, that's something to keep your eye on for. But I've been hearing that more and more, James. I, you're yeah. right. Keep an eye on it because we've been hearing, and the uh, the groundswell seems to be real. Uh, and fo- you know, folks just want to wipe him off the. <laughs> they just want to be done with. They do. They're tired. Just count the days on your hand, Tina, where you do or do not say the word Trump. We do no. more than we don't. So yeah. let's decide what we're going to do with this. Yeah, I would. I would agree. Uh, yeah. And if it's there in black and white and plainly, uh, you know, plainly written and 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 is the law. Then what? There is no beef. There is no that, question right. about it. So um, there is none. It's done. Yeah, and his judges, as he said, would have to. Well, I don't know what his judges would do, but uh. it's right. If it goes to Supreme Court, mm. you know, I mean, either they're going to stand up for the Constitution or they're not. So we'll mm. see. Yeah, that that will be truly a test. Yeah. <laughs> truly, truly a test. But um, he, he, yeah, he's not going to back down. But the uh, the fact that. One of the things that Jeff said, and I'm not like you said, I don't want to belabor the point, but um, that Jeff said that the most, uh, the most, the stiffest penalty yet, and we know, uh, was handed down yesterday to the organizer um, of that insurrection, January 6, 2021, 22 years, and he wasn't even there. He wasn't even in the state. He was in Maryland. 
Yeah. I mean, he wasn't in the district. He wasn't in the. That's uh, right. The, yeah, good point. He wasn't even in. He, well, he was in the district, but he wasn't in D.C. proper. It, he was in Maryland. In that but the, yeah, but yeah. he wasn't there. He wasn't even in the vicinity, and yet, and still, he got 22 years. So I have a difficult time believing that if convicted, that the same thing is not going to happen to 45. I just don't. I just can't see it. Um, well, now, you know, I can see him getting convicted. The thing is, what will they do with him once he is? If he goes to jail, he's got Secret Service protection for life, you know, whatever status his citizenship is mm-hmm. in. So what will they do with him to punish him? That's the question. Yeah, Take and I don't him want to, to get ahead of myself. You're, pro- you're innocent until proven guilty. Innocent until proven guilty. And if he is proven guilty, and he, I tell you one thing, it shouldn't be house arrest because look at what his houses look like. <laughs> That that's no punishment. Resorts, yeah. Yeah. So maybe isolate a cottage on a prison camp or something, yeah, and yeah. and 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 where you can provide uh, you know twenty four hour secret service protection, but that he has to wear a uniform and eat the the same chow as everybody. Uh, you know. That, I so, didn't think about that. Yeah, that, that, it can be done. Like, it can be yeah. done. If if they want to, you know, be creative, it can be done. It yeah. should. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and if if it, like you say, we don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but I just don't. I have never ascribed to the theory that that's impossible, that that'll never happen. I, I've been <laughs> quite the opposite, that where there's a will, there's a way. And I'm telling you, the fact that everybody else is gone and then he gets to, you know, gets remanded to uh, a pool and uh, private tennis courts and all kinds of stuff. Uh-uh. I don't think so. <laughs> anyway, that's just my thought. So two cents for whatever that's Good worth. Point, anyway, James, um, a special reminder, programming note again, Friday, special two-hour show in observance of World Suicide Prevention Day. We're going to stop the music. We do it every year. It's also a time when we take to focus solely on suicide prevention and the importance of mental wellness. So be sure to make plans to join us Friday. You can also join us tomorrow because we will be back tomorrow. That's all the time we have for right now, though. Uh, we are always praise AM 13. 10 and 95.1 FM, Indy's Inspiration. Don't forget about our website, praiseindy.com. Willie Moore Jr., your nephew, James, is up next. Your nephew, he is flat out up next. Thank you, as always, for listening. We'll talk again, James, next week. Please continue to get well and tell Sharon our thoughts are with her and we want her to get well soon as well. Thank you, Tina. Thank you so much. As always, be safe, be well. For James Patterson, I'm Tina Cosby. Thank you, James. You're welcome, Tina. My pleasure. And this is Community Connection.